Hello and welcome back to the Bug in a Rug podcast. As always, my name is Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And today <laughs> is, I feel like I start like that all the time, but today's, and, today and today is and Sunday. Today is the day. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Do they say that about Sunday or is it like Monday, Monday, Monday? <laughs> it's like Monday. What's, isn't it like WWE? Yeah, but they have it basically every day, <laughs> so I don't know. I really like this vibe. I really like, so I turn the lights out. Mm-hmm. I lit a candle. Mm-hmm. John Cena's behind Caitlyn, mm-hmm. so I have a good view. And I think this is going to be better. You because what happened audi- was, You have two audience members. I have two audience members plus the cats. We started recording. I didn't like the vibe. We didn't like the vibe. And so I changed So it. you know what we did? Changed the entire vibe. We deleted vi- we, everything. We took a vibe check. We checked the vibe. Is that what the kids do these days? No, no, no. But we checked the vibe and we hated it. <laughs> so we threw, we led that vibe to the door. We bid it a polite adieu. Mm-hmm. And we sent it on its way. I opened it up. I ordered another vibe. We waited for that vibe to get here. Yeah. In the meantime, I turned the lights down, lit a candle, set the mood. Yeah. When that vibe came, we opened the door, invited the vibe in. The vibe? Sitting next to us right now. Filling the space with good It wrapped its arms around us. We had a group huddle with the vibe. It's like when And he gave us a little vibe pep talk. It's like a two-headed (laughs) t-shirt. It's real big. They were both snuggled in. And there's a hole in the middle where the microphone sits. <laughs> I don't tell the vibe what to do. Anyway, <laughs> hey guys, do. we're back to basics. <laughs> I'm back on my bullshit. I'm back on my bullshit. <laughs> this is it. This is. We're like in the olden days with no light but a candle and a microphone. Light. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you know how they did in the Middle Ages. No, I don't. With their don't. microphones and their laptops right, and their right. recording equipment. And John Cena cardboard cutouts. You know what this reminds me of with the candlelight? Bloody Mary? No. God, let me finish. Campfire. The stories we used See to tell around the campfire. campfire Do you want to tell your story or not? I'm trying to slowly segue into it. <laughs> And I feel like you're slowly segueing out of it. <laughs> you put your right foot in. You put oh your right my foot gosh. In. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Campfire. Campfires. Okay. So. Gather on the campfire. There's a couple things you have to understand about where we grew up. Hold on, let me get a gummy worm really quick. <laughs> let me dump my gummy worms out really quick so I'm not in the bag the whole day, okay? All right. <laughs> There's a pile, a pile of gummy worms in front of you. But now okay. I'm going to make a... Okay, I'm ready. Listen, so where we grew up mm-hmm. was Preston County, West Virginia. Yep. we got to explain this all over again. I yeah. forgot. So Preston County, West Virginia is what I tried to pull from, from the story, the folklore of that area. Yeah. So it's going to be very nostalgic for us. Yeah. And a little creepier for us because it's hitting pretty close to home. Yeah. We're going to be talking about a couple cryptids. Yeah. Who you could maybe find in our own backyard. Mm-hmm. 
I call dibs on the lizard man, but you guys can have these guys. Or girls. Beans. 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 Beans? <laughs> Beans? Beans. Bees? Bees? We're Preston County. Preston County. <laughs> if you look at a map of West Virginia, there's if you a, there's a panhandle. <laughs> you stick up your middle finger and your thumb, and you put your other fingers down, and face yourself with it. You're being rude to yourself, first of all. <laughs> That's not nice. There's Love the two. Self. Your middle finger and your thumb are the two panhandles of West Virginia. Your palm is the rest of West Virginia. What? Really? Shh, <laughs> shh, shh, I'm just being thorough. Preston your County. index finger. Mm-hmm. Wait, which hand are you using? You use your right hand. <laughs> yeah. If you... Preston County is the knuckle mm-hmm. of your index right finger. Yeah. Or the corner. We're the corner. Slightly to the west of that, or the left side of your right <laughs> index knuckle, <laughs> is where Morgantown and WVU are. If you're not from West Virginia, that's probably the only thing that you would have possibly heard of. Yeah, WVU, the school. The number one party school. Well, I don't know if it is now. There's They play sports. Sport ball, yeah. But we live close to them. We live... Not the same county. No, it's the county to the east but it's like 30 minutes from our house. That's where we would like go shopping and yeah. go out to eat when we were growing up. So, we're talking about that general area. Mm-hmm. Show your friends this handsome single mm-hmm. signal. Sib- Tweet at us <laughs> and say if, if our explanation worked and you figured it out. Don't flip your friends off. <laughs> Did you just hear me struggle with that word? And That's why I tried to cover me? it up. You weren't going to help me at all? No. Symbol. I was trying to say signal and symbol together, and I got signal. I mean, it's a new word. You know what else is a new word? It's not. It's an old word. Oh, wow. So do you remember growing up when we would say cattywampus? Yes. Do you remember, like, in what context we would use that? Yeah. It's like, um, it's like catty corner. Like, it doesn't quite fit right. Yeah. It's, I like, feel not like quite... It's not... It's a little messed up. Yeah. Not messed up, but, like... It's a rye. It's a rye. Basically. Yeah. So, I remember Pap using this a lot if something was crooked. Like, if we were trying to make something or he was trying to hang a picture or something and it mm-hmm. was, like, off kilter. So, the word cattywampus mm-hmm. is really interesting to me, more so looking back, because I feel like it ties in with this cryptid. Mmm. Oh, we're talking about cryptids. <laughs> the wampus cat. Oh, you got it. We already talked about it a little bit, but also the wampus cat is my favorite cryptid of all time. Why? Um, I wouldn't say favorite, but I think that it's the one that I reference the most because we grew up and because our dad referenced it a lot. Yes. And we're actually going to call him later mm-hmm. in the show in the, the phone episode and we're going to get his take on the wampus cat and pick his brain mm-hmm. for information about this cryptid who is in our backyard yeah right now it's in our backyard oh god oh god check the ring doorbell <laughs> so catty wampus wampus cat right okay how did so they come to be we're gonna go through a lot of words so stick with me here the word wampus cat has origins a little bit further back. Okay. Cattle wampus and wampus cat are kind of 
the same but kind of two different things. So okay. we're gonna we're gonna go through this and pick it apart. Okay. So I mean they're like the Wampus Cat and Catty Wampus. It's like backwards. Right. So they got to be similar ish. They are catawampus versions of one another. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. This okay. Is a, we're spiling into a back, black hole. <laughs> so the American Dialect Society are a group who studies the English language, and they have okay. three different definitions for the word wampus cat. Words oh. wampus cat. Okay. So I find these very interesting. I don't know how helpful they'll be. Okay. But I'm going to read them to you. Okay. So the first one is a creature heard whining about camps at night. <laughs> now, do you want to make this joke or do you want me to make it? Oh, I don't want to go camping. <laughs> I don't want to go camping. No. It's too dirty. Where will I go to the bathroom? <laughs> I don't have Wi-Fi. Oh, that's me. <laughs> I know. So I don't think it means they're whining about Camping? It's like a wine, like an animal wine. Did you think I meant the alcohol? No. <laughs> I mean, they're whining in the vicinity of campsites. Yeah, but it's like a... Ah. Not a... Aw, oh, man. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> the lumpus cat, this cryptic creature, is... hates the forest. Even though it lives in the forest. Oh, but his signature sound is, oh man. Oh man. Oh beans. Oh beans. <laughs> okay, anyway, that was the first definition. So that's the first one. The next definition that the American Dialect Society has is a mythical green-eyed cat having occult powers. Hey guys. Okay. What a swerve. I like this one. I made this joke the first time we did it too, and I don't know if you heard me Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, anyone? That is... Anyone? I heard you. I don't like that show, so we're anyway. just not gonna... I like the Scooby-Doo. I don't like that movie, so I ignored it the first time. <laughs> I would ignore it again, but now you're making me address it. Still not happy. Okay. The third definition is an unidentified imaginary animal. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys. That just means it's not real. <laughs> does it? Or does it mean it's in our imagination, but we can't quite put our finger on it? Or everybody imagines it differently, so that's why it's unidentified. Yeah. I don't know. It's mm. very weird. So those are their three definitions. Okay. Now, the word catawampus in North Carolina is a kind of one of these, but they don't agree with the others. Okay. So I kind of want to compare North Carolina's version to what we think of the wampus cat. Okay. So North Carolina uses the term catawampus mm -hmm. to mean an unknown animal lurking in the woods. So kind of the creature whining about the camps and kind of the unidentified imaginary animal. Right. But they skip the green-eyed cat with occult powers completely. Right. So they think it's an unidentified creature, not necessarily a cat. Correct. Now, the other thing about North Carolina is they use the word catawampus to just mean any sound they heard outside that they couldn't explain. So if they, like, hear some sticks cracking in the woods, they go, ah, catawampus. Must have been the catawampus. <laughs> it's kind of like a scapegoat. Yeah, that's okay. Well, I asked this last time, but I'm going to ask again. Is it a noun? Is it like, oh, that was the catawampus? Or are they like, oh, catawampus, like, it's not, an it's not an exclamation. <laughs> it's an, oh, I want this. No. no, they're just like, oh, that. No, there's no explanation for that cracking of the noise. They're just like, oh, catawampus. Don't know what that is. It's it's how we would say, okay, when we were growing up, mm -hmm. dad would say, if we heard a weird sound or a weird animal, mm -hmm. he'd be like, oh, it was the wampus cat. 
that's them. Right. They're it's saying catawampus. They're using it as a they're saying creepy noise mm-hmm. must have been the catawampus. An, an unidentified creature lurking in the forest. Correct. Whining about camps. Yes. Maybe it's church camp. I don't want to go to band camp. <laughs> I don't want to go to church camp. <laughs> but that's like the North Carolina definition. Yeah. Okay. They also use it to say, so it's a mysterious animal, mm-hmm. something placed on a corner, mm-hmm. which Pap uses it that way. It's something's catawampus. Yeah, well, that's what I, that's what I, that was kind of what I said to begin with. Yeah, we would say cattywampus. Little catty corner cattywampus. Yeah. They say Not that, quite right, not, not quite in the right spot. Right, they say that looks catawampus. So something, a mysterious animal, something placed on a corner, or something messed up or gone awry. Mm-hmm. So those are ways that we use it, except we also would say the wampus cat is a specific yeah. cat-like being. Right. So their version of a catawampus like sighting mm-hmm. is what I'm going to read you next. So this is okay. the North Carolina version when you look up North Carolina like wampus cat sight. But it's just an unidentified creature. They don't think of it. They well, think of it as an unidentified creature lurking in the forest because it doesn't want to go to band camp. It's something they can't, yes, <laughs> with its tuba. So it's an unidentified creature, but definitely has a tuba. That's the star within. It's like must have tuba. Must have tuba, not a catamount. Right. Like if it's not whining about band camp, that's not what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in 1964, North Carolina in Johnston County, along the Noose River Basin, there was an ape-like creature seen roaming the woods. Um, it was hairy and ape-like. They say ape man. You, if you couldn't... Can they see a penis? Penis and a tuba? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Where did you get the penis from? They specifically said it was an ape man. <laughs> Where did they get the penis from? This isn't me. Okay. I'm ape, A hairy ape-like man. With a tuba. With a tuba. Walking down the roads in North Carolina. No, through the woods. Through the woods, next to a road in North Carolina. Correct. Now, so this hit the, this spread very quickly. But they are calling this a catawampus. They're saying it was a catawampus. Yeah. Because it's an unidentified creature yeah. in North Carolina. Yeah. Well, got it's it. out of place. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little awry, complaining about band camp. Mm-hmm. On it. No one's going to understand this story. I got it. Anyway. Hundreds of people show up. They're like, we're going to search the woods. Yeah, I know. Wait, whoa. North Carolina, calm down. (laughs) Whoa. I thought you were going to, I thought the story was done. I was uh, wrong. No, 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 no. Hundreds of people. Wow, okay. Show up in the woods and they're like, we're going to find him. We're going to make him go to band camp. Not really, but they're like. 64, is that what you said? 1964. Okay. They're like, we're going to find this creature. I get a picture of him or anything or was it just word of mouth? No, I believe word of mouth. I, I don't think. Wow. That that was in the okay. So this got so out of hand that the sheriff had to like call off the search and make everybody leave because it became an issue of public safety. Yeah, so many people for sure. Mm-hmm. And now just I wandering the know, woods, right? And probably with guns or pitchforks mm-hmm. because they're hunting him. Fire or him? Yes. And fire on torches. Yes. I thought you meant like fire. Like that was that was fire. <laughs> So, the sheriff ended up calling this whole thing a hoax. Now, I don't know okay. if that was because he really believed that, mm-hmm. 
or if it was because it was such a public safety issue that mm. they needed to deter people from showing up. Right. So he just said it was fixed. Nobody else would come. Correct. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know which of those two it was. Yeah. But that's all that you really see mm-hmm. of this sighting. Okay. No more tuba. Okay. He got it. He found his way to band camp. Done. Yeah, maybe he's in the woods looking for band camp. Mm-hmm. Going. Oh man. Oh man. So, back to. Our version of a wampus cat. Right. That was cat of wampus. The wampus cat is what we grew up hearing about. Right. Now, I'm going to read you the origin story. I want to pull Dad in and talk about it a little bit. And then I want to tell you some, like, pop culture references that I found that I think you'll find very interesting. Okay. So, Vance Randolph is a folklorist. He, like, writes down folklore. Mm-hmm. Who described the wampus cat as a, quote, a kind of amphibious panther which leaps into the water and swims like a colossal mink. End quote. Okay. Now, tell me what a mink is. It's like, the if people don't know what a mink is, it, the closest thing you'd probably think of is like a weasel. I think. But people really like his fur. Yes. Like mink they coats. are in the water a lot of the times. So weasels don't normally go in the water. So it's like a muskrat, but a lot of people might not know what muskrats are. Like a weasel, but they swim. They're near water. Like a weasel beaver. People trap them and will take them because you always feel hear about mink coats mm-hmm. or mink wraps. That's what they are. Right. So minks to me, like, Dad has said they've been in the pond before. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've actually, like, seen one. They trapped some in our pond. Well, the thing is, too, if they're in ponds... Like ours that aren't that big, and muskrats do it too. They can destroy your ponds. They right, can, they, they can dig, dig the tunnels. Out yeah, and, and the then bank collapses. Right, exactly. Snapping turtles, muskrats. So they're not. Mix. I don't. I don't believe that they're like endangered or anything. Now, I could be wrong. But no, we just don't like it that people use them for fur. Right, right, right. The fur is the problem. Right. Okay, but that's like the swimming nature of. Yeah. What Vance Randolph described. Yeah, that makes sense. Cat. They're not amphibious. They're like a mammal. So he's thinking of like a panther's a mammal and so they, they mm-hmm. swim. So it'd be like a mink. Correct. Makes sense. Makes total sense to me. Now, the origin of wampus cat in this sense could be from the word catamount. Okay. So a catamount was the original name for the eastern cougar. Okay. Now, we don't really have cougars anymore, I don't think. What if they swam? I don't know. But they, as the cougars themselves started to disappear... Mm-hmm. Uh, so did the use of the word catamount. Mm-hmm. So I think this probably kind of morphed into what we know. This and like the North Carolina version kind of fused into wampus, wampus cat. cat. Like we lost the word catamount, but they were using catawampus. Ca- catawampus, and so we kind of flip-flopped it. Right. Now I don't have any proof of that. Right. But it makes sense because mm-hmm. you see them kind of intertwined. Mm-hmm. Uh, the origin story of like the tale of the bean wampus cat mm-hmm. is... What I'm going to read to you, and I found this to be the most interesting story, Mm -hmm. and it's actually a Cherokee myth okay, that started being written down around the 20th century. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if this myth was created by the Cherokee Nation, Mm -hmm. or if people just use the Cherokee as the example of the story, of the tribe and the story. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Okay. But I'm going to read it to you. So, this account was written down by S... E. Schlosser, mm-hmm. last name S-C-H-L-O-S-S-E-R, and this was a version that he wrote from a tale in Tennessee. Okay. So, um, the wampus cat itself 
clearly stretches from, you know, North Carolina off the East Coast. Right. Um, including Tennessee, which isn't really on the coast, but you know. Yeah. So I'm going to read you this. Eastern-ish. <clears throat> okay, so the Wampus Cat by S.E. Schlosser. They say that the Wampus Cat used to be a beautiful Indian woman. The men of her tribe were always going on hunting trips, and the women had to stay home. The Indian woman secretly followed her husband one day when he went hunting with the other men. She hid herself behind a rock, clutching the hide of a mountain cat around her. Kind of like to blend in. Yeah. And she spied on the men as they sat around their campfires telling sacred stories and doing magic. According to the laws of the tribe, it was absolutely forbidden for women to hear the sacred stories and to see the tribe's magic. So when the Indian woman was discovered, the medicine man punished her by binding her into the mountain cat skin she wore and then transforming her into a terrible monster. Half woman and half mountain cat. Ever after, she was doomed to roam the hills, howling desolately because she desires to return to her normal body. A man was hunting one night with his dogs when they both whimpered and ran off the path. At that moment, the woods were overpowered with a horrible smell, like that of a wet animal that had fallen into a bog after it had messed with a skunk. <laughs> then something howled on the path behind him and the man whirled around, dropping his rifle. His heart pounding with fear, he found himself staring into the big, glowing, yellow eyes of the wampus cat. The creature had huge fangs dripping with saliva. It looked kind of like a mountain lion, but it was walking upright like a man. Then it howled, and the man's skin turned nearly inside out in horror. With a scream of terror, the man leapt backwards and ran as fast as he could through the woods, the wampus cat on his heels. He fled to the home of a friend who lived nearby and burst through the front door only a breath ahead of the creature. His friend slammed the door in the face of the wampus cat. Instantly, it started shuddering under the weight of the attacking monster. The man's friend grabbed the Bible and started reading aloud from Psalms. Upon hearing the holy words, the wampus cat howled in frustration and then slowly abandoned its attack and went back into the woods. The man spent the rest of the night at his friend's place. When he returned at home at daybreak, he found his dogs huddled together in the barn, shaken but still alive. The man never hunted after dark again. Ooh. <clears throat> now this is Schlosser's account, hearing this tale from Tennessee yeah. that was originally possibly a Cherokee right. legend. Mm -hmm. But I found it very interesting. Couple, couple things about the story. Okay. One, so the Cherokee men weren't hunting... They just nah. went out to have a good time. <laughs> they just kind of left to have right. some bro time and yeah. do some magic tricks. And they got mad when they got found out. I get it. I get <laughs> they it. They weren't actually doing what they were supposed to be doing. Two, if you hear a strange noise if you're out hunting at night and you turn around, don't drop your gun. <laughs> yeah. Three. I'm not sure. I What I find fascinating about that story is that it sounded like he was kind of saying that the wampus cat is averse to the bite, like the word of God. Mm -hmm. So is it part demon? Demon? Is it supposed to be like just quote unquote evil? You know what I mean? Well, I think that... Because in the story, it's more like she's like that as punishment. Not that she was evil, but it was like a punishment. Right. I think she was, like, cursed slash punished. Right. Interesting. Oh, but, no. no. I just thought it was interesting. No, I do, too, because I don't think that 
the Wampus Cat's never likened to a demon. Right, that's why I always thought that. is unlike most cryptids that we read about. Mm -hmm. It's not really compared to it. Yeah. It's kind of like either an unexplained animal or this Cherokee woman who was punished. Right. But then all of a sudden it's mad about Psalms? Right, that's what I thought was kind of strange. But, I mean. I don't know. Maybe she just didn't like it. Maybe she's like. I'll go to church another time. Yeah. Me and the lizard man go on Sundays, and this isn't Sunday. <gasps> True, he was, you know, when that lady's going out of church. <laughs> yeah, I know. He sits in the back row. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's kind of the background of the wampus cat. Yeah. Um, I want to call Dad and get him in here, but I also want to, real quick, tell you about the pop culture surrounding the sure. wampus cat. Sure, yeah. So, uh, I don't know if you know this, but... J.K. Rowling wrote a book called History of Magic in North America. I did know this. And one of the four houses in the North American wizard school called Livermorny School mm-hmm. of Witchcraft and Wizardry is a wampus cat. cat. Yep. Yep. And I don't know why I looked that up, but I did. I, I read that before. Mm-hmm. And the Livermorny students who were in the wampus cat um, house... Some of their wands actually used hair, like the core of their wands was mm-hmm. made from wampus cats. Cool. Which Do you know what the other houses were? I don't. I didn't look that because up. Because there was a podcast. This is where I think I actually heard this from more in detail. There was a podcast I listened to and they did, there's other cryptids, and they did another cryptid that was a different house than the wampus cat, I believe. What are the four houses of Livermore? Horned Serpent. Wampus, Thunderbird, and Puckwudgie. Puckwudgie, that's what it was. They did Puckwudgies. I don't They're know like what that little, is. They're like little, little sprite gnome goblin things. Oh, I'm pretty sure. We should do. It's very interesting. That. We should do it. That's where I heard it from because they they did a podcast on that, and then uh, we're talking about the other. Okay. Uh, that's cool. See, I and Thunderbird. I I know some. I, know, I listen to other podcasts. They did Thunderbird, too. Well, interesting. We're doing Wampus Cats, because they hit so close to home. Heck yeah. But I just thought it was cool We would be Wampus Cats. Heck yeah, we would. (laughs) Um, But the other place that I found that is kind of pop culture-y, but there's a game called Skylanders. Okay. And I believe it's like you build a magical bean, Mm -hmm. and you fight as them for the game. Um, But there's a creature called a Skylander Sensei, or Sensei Mysticat. Okay. Which is a sphinx with wampus cat traits. That's what the wiki page says. <laughs> now, excuse me. <laughs> Love it. Not oh, it's not that the wampus cat because it's a cat is like a sphinx. It's mm-hmm. that this sphinx is like a wampus cat. Let's go. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Wampus cat <laughs> or a sphinx? <laughs> well, according to what you've told me, probably the sphinx. <laughs> non Skylander. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Skylanders Imaginators. Apparently there's several. Okay. Like how Zelda has like a building. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So, I do you it. want me to talk about the next cryptid or should we call Dad? I think we should call him and get, it, and get, him, get him in here. Let's find a friend. Hello. You're live on the air. <laughs> Well, hello on the air. <laughs> oh, okay. Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. Hi, how are you? Good. How's the show tonight? Um, interesting. Good. We Good. Um, we started recording and we didn't like it, so we changed our whole vibe and started okay. over. So, 
We have talked about the Wampus Cat and the background of it, but we are interested to hear your, uh, where you first heard of the Wampus Cat. Huh, okay. Because I think we first heard of it from you. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure you did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell you what, um, the first time I've heard of the Wampus Cat, now, have you told everyone where I, where I grew up? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which is in Preston small, County. Yeah, we took one. Yeah, Pre- small farming community and uh, uh, developed by Eleanor Roosevelt, and they, they made a lot of houses in these fields and so forth. Um, so around, uh, this is around 1974 or 75. I would have been like seven or eight years old. And my cousins were in from Ohio, David and Kristen. And... Um, we were outside playing and we were out in the backyard by the uh, the fruit cellar now a, a fruit cellar if those people that don't know it it's a fruit cellar root cellar it's a uh, it's where you put your gardening your canning if things that you were going to dry if you wanted to store potatoes or something like that in a cool cool area um, and in Arthsdale because of the groundwater is so high so if you dig down about about three feet you'll have the water level so all the houses are built on cement slabs and the root cellars are above ground there mm-hmm. so the root cellar is part building and a part um earthen mound they look yeah. like little hobbit houses yeah the little, little hobbit houses okay, the root yeah, cellars sure. do kind of yeah sure so um we were out there by the root cellar and um the door frame had been had been torn up. It's like something had ripped at the door frame, and uh, I had. Uh, and we were looking at that. And my my cousin asked me if I knew what happened, and he would have been, you know, if I was eight, he was seven. I think he's a year younger than me. Um, and my brother said, "The Wampus Cat." Which yeah. brother? Wait, which brother? I. I, I I think it was my brother Wayne. Of course. Okay, well then this, this makes, makes sense. sense. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> this makes perfect sense. So, I think it was my brother Wayne. And so he said, yeah, the, the Wampus Cat is in this area, and it's a nasty creature. It'll, it'll smell. It'll, 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 it'll scream in the middle of the night. Um, it does things to try and get into the root cellar, such as our, our foods in there. So we try to get in there. But, uh, you know, if you, if you, if you think about, you know, uh, farms and the Wampus cat throughout history, people have had things happen. Uh, even the term, there's a term called a uh, catty wampus. See, think- now for, for people listening, dad did not know what my research was on the background of this. So this is like a second, witness to my <laughs> research continue so if something was cattywampus something was off mm-hmm. and so like in the farm somewhere you know a bucket would be picked up and and laid down so you couldn't be doing gardening stuff with it and the next day it's gone it's in a different spot something's just off or uh, the door frame's not right anymore it's cattywampus like something had hung on the door frame something large so um 
So things were, things were like that. Sometimes we were just off. But on that particular day, we were talking about this door frame uh, being ripped apart. And my brother said it was the, the Wampus Cat. Uh, and we didn't think anything of it. We were like, okay, the Wampus Cat, the Wampus Cat, whatever. Well, later that night. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop you because we are sitting here looking at each other and we don't remember. I don't know this story. This story at all. So we're like well, I, I very tuned in to what's happening. Are you, I may not have told it thoroughly. You didn't because, tell us a lot of it growing up because you didn't want to scare us. Well, because I didn't want to scare you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard enough to go to my, you know, your grandma's house in the blue room and everything. Yeah, true. Uh, Haunted. Haunted. Continue. But, so, so um, so later that evening, it was just getting dark out. Um, it was it was dark out, and um, now which is it? <laughs> well, it was twilight, dark. But I remember at the end, and you'll 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 understand why it was getting. It was just dark, and uh, we heard this horrific scream outside, <gasps> and so my. Myself, my cousin David, my cousin Kristen, we, we ran outside with everyone else. And um, the property of our uh, of, of my parents' house has these line of pine trees. And there was one larger pine tree. The one was, was probably about 30, uh, 30 feet high, while the other ones were shorter. Now they're a lot taller, but they were shorter. So they were, you know, this one towered over the others. And so we, we, we ran out onto the back um, sidewalk and we hear this scream and the entire, this tall pine tree, the entire tree, the top of the tree is swaying back and forth. I mean, it's just shaking violently. And then we hear this, this another scream and we, we're like, jump back. And it's just loud, and it's it's a hideous uh, hissing scream, and uh, we're like freaking out, uh, cowering. You can say we're little kids. We're you know hugging our mom or whatever, and she, and, and someone yells, "What's going on?" And a creature. Now it's dark. It's it's dark now, and there's a little light. Like the neighbor's light was behind the tree, so it's in shadow, and there's light behind it. This creature falls from the tree and lands on all fours. Are you sure it wasn't Uncle Wayne? Uncle Wayne was next. To me. Oh, okay. oh no! <laughs> okay, well now I'm concerned. This this creature was easily, uh, if if it would have stood upright, would easily have been. Between uh, around between five and six feet. This is all I'm... fours. There's a human-like creature. All fours drops from the tree, hits the ground. All fours looks over at us and starts screaming again. Now, now remember, there's light behind it, so now the creature is it's all dark. We can't see any features from the, the the shadow of the tree with the light in the background. Couldn't see anything, and then it just darts into the pines, the other pine trees, and takes off um, into, the, we, we assume, into the field because we ran in the house. 
I have goosebumps. Oh my I god! I hate this so much. So the Wampus Cat isn't a joke. I like always thought you guys were kidding about it when we'd hear like sounds at night. I just thought it, we were like kidding. I didn't know you'd actually seen one. So now, so we ran in the living room. Everyone's in there talking about it. Uncle uh, Uncle Charles was uh, Uncle Chuck was there. Uh, now he was upstairs taking a bath at the time, and he ran down once um, he was finished and said, "What's going on? What's going? Well, I heard all this noise." Let's and just say done. you've never seen Uncle Chuck and the Wampus Cat in the same room. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. That is true, but that is the story of my Wampus Cat. Uh, sighting. I was, I was seven, eight years old. I was young, um, and and the entire day led up to that. And then all of a sudden, that screaming is a horrible screaming. I, but I still vividly, I still can remember the tree violently shaking. I mean, a very strong uh, creature must have been doing that, and then dropping to the ground on all fours. So every time I've joked about the wampus cat, have I like, you know, brought flashbacks? Uh, I, I I actually have um, PTSD from it. Train myself not to uh, not to shake and, uh, <laughs> and start crying. Oh, oh no! Oh my God, that's so scary. That's a heck of a dexterity dexterity saving roll that thing had to get out of that tree. Wow, that's crazy. I think I remember part of this story, but not the whole thing. I feel like I, I remember from start to finish. Yeah, no. I think I remember the tree shaking, but I don't remember like anything else. Oh, I remember like the door being crooked. Oh. And Uncle Wayne saying, "Oh, Wampus Cat." But like, oh. That's how <gasps> I know. That's crazy. Wait. Now, do you think Uncle Wayne was joking with you when he first said Wampus Cat and then later that night he was like, "Oh my god." Or do you think he knew or had seen it? Well, I thought he was joking. Right. Because I immediately started thinking, oh, yeah, the wampus cat. And I even said it to my cousin. I said, yeah, the wampus cat did that. Because I'm like, oh, look at me. I'm eight years old and I'm part of this big joke. <laughs> oh, my God. So if we ask them about it, will they remember? I think, uh, yes, they will. If you ask my cousin, Kristen specifically. Right. Because she has talked about that moment. Oh, okay. I think the last time. That I heard even part of this story was when she was in and we had met her. I don't remember. Yeah. And she started, she probably, she probably brought it up and said, oh yeah, the Wampus Cat. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. <laughs> well, I didn't. So we could say that you're a believer to this day. I, I, I know that there are things that are unexplainable. Um, and you could go down one route and start saying this and that, but ultimately... That's what I saw. Wow. So you believe wholeheartedly in Catawampus, but whether or not it was Wampus Cat, we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to go with, yeah, I have, that's what I saw. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing. I can't believe we're in our 20s and now hearing the actual story. The rest of the story. I don't want to scare you. Well, I appreciate you not telling me that as a child because we never would have stayed at Grandma and Papa's. Oh, I wouldn't have even gone over there. Mm-mm. Right now, I'm debating whether to ever go over there again. <laughs> is that why we were never allowed in that field behind the house, behind the barn? I don't think this is proper. No, that's because, you know, 
it's full of, uh, you know, weeds and stuff. So. Oh, okay. Good, yeah. What else All no weeds. All <laughs> <laughs> weeds. Wait, weeds or weed? Is that what Papa wants us to think? (laughs) Nice change up. We're sure this wasn't an elaborate setup by Papa as some of his pranks in the past, correct? No, no, I'm sure Papa didn't have anything to do with this. Yeah, how old would Papa have been to climb that tree, (laughs) shake it, and jump down gracefully onto all fours? Yeah, I would. I was. I think I was like eight, something like that. Goodness, has mom ever seen the Wampus Cat? I, I I don't believe so. I don't believe she's she's never shared that she has experienced the fright and the scare that I had. Oh, but did you ever tell her about your experience? Because yeah, I think I told her. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm sure I told her. Okay. Wow. Well, thank you for your testimony. Yes, thank you for your testimony. <laughs> We're gonna. Okay. Get back to some of the other cryptids from the area, and um, cool. you'll have to listen in to the actual episode to hear about them. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. All right. Love bye. you. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Well, that freaked me out. I'm yeah. Really... I didn't know all that. No, I just thought it was a joke. Like like we said when we were little, we'd sit around the campfire at home. And if we heard a noise, Dad'd be like, "Oh, wampus cat." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I feel like he was probably always like actually keeping an eye out for the wampus making sure cat. it wasn't the wampus cat. So our where we live is Reedsville. Mm-hmm. Arthurdale backs up to Reedsville. Yeah, it's like right across the hill. So and there's like some woods in between, but if mostly you take like yeah, it's mostly like cow pasture. But if you take the road, quote unquote, it's only like two miles. The back road. Three miles, yeah. Yeah, through the farm. Yeah. It used to be a real road, it's not now. Yeah, we can, yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If you take the roads, quote unquote. Yeah. You can, it's right there. I wonder what the territory. From our house to Arthurdale. Right. I wonder what the territory for a wampus cat is. Probably more trees, probably not cow pastures. No, no, no. I mean like bears occupy oh, like I don't so know. many square miles as True. a territory and you don't usually have another bear in that territory. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, good question, good question. We need more reason. Well, we hope that we didn't scare you guys too much with that story because now I'm scared. <laughs> I, like, am afraid to stay, which we probably won't stay here on Papal's anytime soon, but. I was I, always afraid to stay there, so now this just made it ten times worse. The thing about anything with Uncle Wayne is he. Makes shit up. Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> he, well, now I don't know. Because there's times when he says things specifically to scare us. Yeah. That I think are, like, completely made up. Right. But, but now, <laughs> the older I get, the more I'm like, oh no, some of these things were actually true. Yeah. We shouldn't have known about them when we were little, but like, they were still scary. Yeah. Like, the blue room at Grandma's house is haunted, and he would really play that up. Mm-hmm. Well, it is haunted. But it is haunted, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> every, every single one of my dad's siblings, there's five of them all together, and my grandma and papa. And all of them, except for I think papa, have had experiences, plus, a, <laughs> plus Haley, our cousin. Yeah. But Papa also, if any, if he wasn't, if even if it, he, like, if he was there and watched this thing jump out of the tree, he'd be like, huh, 
What a strange bobcat that was. And we're like, oh, bobcat. Huh, that deer learned how to climb. <laughs> like, you know. No, in one phase of Weirder things have happened. Dad watched a groundhog climb a tree last I year. I was a witness. I saw that too. <laughs> Which is why. It wanted that apples really bad. I guess. Okay, so. Now that we're thoroughly shaken up by the wampus cat. Yeah. I want to talk to you about something that I find a little bit creepier of a cryptid oh gosh okay but less realistic okay nonsense for our personal experience okay sure i think there's more testimony about it Mm -hmm. but it's a little more out there okay a little more catawampus oh okay so the animal that i'm going to talk to you about next the cryptid i'm going to talk to you about next is called the Snallygaster. Ooh. I thoroughly expected you to say gazoo type, but that's a joke I would make. Oh, yeah. I don't say. You do make that joke. I don't. <laughs> I make that joke a lot. Uh, the Snallygaster. Ooh, no, no, no. I like it. The Snallygaster is said to have swooped silently from the sky, stealing animals and children throughout the area of Maryland, Pennsylvania, and Preston County, it was seen as well. But not the rest of West Virginia? I can only find accounts from Preston County. I guess we, uh, we border Maryland. That's not true. Other parts of West Virginia. Oh, okay. Right. So, so Cumberland, which is connected to Preston County. Yeah. There's sightings there as well. Yeah. So like this kind of whole area. Yeah. Preston County touches mm-hmm. Maryland. Maryland. That's why it would be in Preston County. The creature is also seen as far north as New Jersey. Yeah, but was that just the New Jersey devil? Maybe. The other thing that I find interesting about the Snallygaster that I'm going to tell you about is there are said to be multiple at one time. Oh, they have a whole family. They do. They do. It's kind of cute, but kind of horrifying. Okay, well. Let me just dive into it. So, uh, when Germans first settled the area of Frederick County, Maryland in the 1730s, they immediately started spreading this tale of this creature called the Schnellergeist, which meant quick spirit in German. Okay. Schnellergeist. The That's Schnellergeist, cool. which means oh, that'd be an awesome nickname if you were like in this good at sports in German. Well, I wasn't thinking that, but yeah, like if you were, oh my god, if you're really good at track and you're like, oh, there goes the Schnellergeist. You should call Jack that. Okay, I'll tell him. Say hey, hey, you Schnellergeist. Schnellergeist. You. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, meant quick spirit in German. The German settlers. Described it as a half-bird creature mixed with half a demon or ghoul. Okay. I had a heck of a time trying to spell ghoul earlier. G-H-O-U-L. Well, we can't always be all be as good at spelling as you, okay? <laughs> ghoul. <laughs> ghoul. Now, there are other descriptions besides just that of the German settlers. Some people say it was half reptile and half bird with a metallic beak lined with razor-sharp teeth. Listen, dinosaurs are real, and they're here. They're back, baby. So we're bringing back the word catawampus and also dinosaurs. (laughs) Dinosaurs. (laughs) So some people did say it looked like a pterodactyl. Yeah. Others said that it had octopus-like tentacles. I don't know where. (laughs) I saw one picture where it's, like, flying, right? So it's got its wings down, like when birds flap down. Yeah. And it's got a chicken or something in its feet, and then its mouth... I don't know if it's carrying something with tentacles or if it had like tentacles coming like out of Davy its mouth. Like Davy Jones in uh, 
parts of the Caribbean. Yeah, but I mean, like, out of its beak. Not on its Oh, chin. out of its beak? Yeah. Okay. Listen, I don't, but it, that's what makes me think it was carrying something. Yeah. I'll show you I just don't know how it would eat. Oh, show me later. You're fine. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. So, um, tons of different descriptions. Some yeah. people said it was like a pterodactyl with an eye in the center of its head. Okay. So we're kind of all over Groovy, baby. <laughs> Groovy. Uh, um, other descriptions said that it actually sucked the blood of its victims. But to kill them? Like it just uh-huh. drank their... Okay. This is a vampire. That's what I was thinking, but... Say it. I That's how it makes more. No. Oh. There are eggs involved. Oh. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it bites people and turns them into pterodactyls. <laughs> Could be. You don't know. Wild. You don't know. Okay. So, um, this was all folklore until 1909 when there was actually a couple newspaper articles Ooh. talking about the creature. Okay. So, in February and March of... 1909 there were several of these articles saying uh one said that the creature had quote enormous wings a long pointed bill claws like steel hooks and an eye in the center of its forehead Mm. its sound was described here as a quote locomotive whistle okay loud so train like a train so we went from a screaming woman-like scream to a locomotive whistle from wampus cat that could be pretty oh yeah 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 so, oh, so if you hear a train, you don't know if it's actually a train. It could be a sound. Oh, answer. no. Why would you say that? <laughs> I just thought of it. Oh, no. If I'm going to be scared, you're going to be scared, you too. Can, you'll hear tra- trains around here. Or will you? Or will you? Um, In February, there was an article. This is all in, like, Frederick County, Maryland. Yeah. Excuse me. Middletown, Maryland is this particular That's article. where the German settlers went. Correct. This is all the same area. Yeah. So, um, in Middletown, there was an article or a newspaper called the Valley Register. They kind of posted a lot of these articles or okay. printed a lot of these. Right. So, in um, February, they had an article saying that a man was grabbed, bitten in the jugular, drained of his blood, and then dropped along a hillside. Oh my God. I'm assuming he died? I mean, if he was bitten in his jugular. Yeah. Wow. He bled out for sure. That's crazy. Okay. Well, he was drained of his blood. So, oh, I never know good. if that means like all of it or just like took a little sip. If you take a sip of hot tea, do you drain it? Is that the same? Depends on who you are. He died, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, pour, pour, pour some tea out for my homeboy. Drain some tea out for homie. <laughs> Anyway, so the Valley Register printed this story, and then word spread really quickly. The Smithsonian Institution actually offered a reward for the Snallygaster's hide. This is super interesting to me, that President Theodore Roosevelt actually considered postponing an international trip to come hunt the beast. He was big on, like, hunting trips in general, but he was like, I'm gonna go hunt the Snallygaster. He didn't actually do it. He just considered it. (laughs) But he actually talked about this to people. Anyway, so... Um, after this story, it seemed like the creature was everywhere at once. Okay. So we had New Jersey saying that there were footprints from the Snallygaster seen in the snow after a sighting. So there was a sighting and they're like, oh, well, look, there's footprints here. Right. To prove it. West Virginia had a couple different sightings. 
So uh, in Scrabble, the creature was almost caught. He was found roosting in a farmer's barn. In near Sharpsburg, West Virginia, uh, another farmer had found an egg the size of a barrel. Wow. Which was believed to be from the Snally They fried that thing? I don't know what became of this egg. Yeah, what happened to the egg? I don't know. So there's a couple different... Did incubate it? I don't know. There's a couple different places where it talks about the eggs. And I find that really interesting because you don't really see other cryptids. Yeah, that lay eggs or eggs. have offspring Correct. necessarily. Yeah. yeah. So in Castown, Ohio, a man wrote a letter to the Valley Register, which is the newspaper back in Middletown, Maryland, mm-hmm. about a creature flying over the area making terrible screeching noises that had two huge wings, a large horny head, and a 20-foot-long tail. A now, 20-foot-long tail? Yeah. Oh my gosh. He ain't playing. Wow, that's crazy. They ain't playing. The being. The entity. The entity. The entity hereafter mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) So back in Maryland, we had a man operating a brick kiln near Cumberland. So we're familiar with that. It's near Preston County. And he wandered upon a sleeping snallygaster that was sleeping on or right near his kiln. I think he th- it thought it was Aww, warm, so it was yeah, kind of cuddled up. So when he walked in, it woke the creature up, and the creature got angry and, like, screamed at him angrily and then, like, flew away. Oh, my poor baby. He so was just like, trying to take a nap. Yeah, it's like you when I wake you up from a nap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I scream and then I fly away. <laughs> True. <laughs> Back in Maryland near Hagerstown, which is just south of Middleton, mm-hmm. uh, there's an area called Lover's Leap, and that was... Um, there was a sighting there. There was another sighting in Maryland between Gapland and Burkittsville where there was uh, a creature seen flying over the mountains and apparently another egg. Oh, okay. In Frederick County in 1909, three men were said to have fought the creature outside of a railroad station for one and a half hours before they were able to chase it into the woods of Carroll County. For one and a half so hours? they, like, chased it across the border. They just, the like, duked it out? Yeah, they with chased fists? I don't know. Wow. They chased it into another county. And then they were just like, they're like, done. your problem now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Not on my land anymore. <laughs> they didn't have jurisdiction. Right. Now, fair <laughs> point. Fair point. So after this, there were no more sightings for 23 years. Which leads people to believe that we actually have offspring of the creature coming into play. Okay. Because they assumed with this 20-year gap that the life expectancy of a snallygaster is about 20 years. And the ones that we're seeing later looked a little bit different. And we're seeing in a little bit different area. So they're saying the new ones are, the are offspring. Right. Were eggs that have And they survived. only get really feisty when they go to lay their eggs. Maybe. Which is 20-odd years later. Mm-hmm. So that's why you see them again. Maybe. Oh, my gosh. So, 23 years after the last signing in 1909. So, that was, like, all in February and March that right. that happened. 1909. Then, 23 years later, you have Frederick County saying that they saw, quote, a bird flying just below the South Mountain in Washington County. Now, excuse me. Why would they... What's <laughs> that? Why you call him bird? Why you call him bird? Why you call him bird? He big boy. He big boy. Big pterodactyl boy. He got boy. big long tail. Don't call him bird. Big long tail. <laughs> Maybe one eye. bitty mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Valley Register then uh, 
after this new sighting, yeah. said, okay, we want residents to provide as detailed a description as you can if you've seen them for scientific purposes. <laughs> Same, dog. Same. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. You, this newspaper's doing science. Science. I mean, maybe. Maybe. So two residents from Braddock Heights, which I think is also in Maryland, saw the creature flying 25 feet overhead. That's their report. Okay. Washington County, there was a report of uh, the monster fly. Oh, this is the super interesting one. Okay. I'm going to back up. Okay. This one is the one I've seen multiple times that is like, we're dipping our toe into the conspiracy waters. Oh, okay. So I want you to take off your shoes, take off your socks, and just get ready to dip. Just dip your toe in. I'm a little slippy sound. Well, that's okay. They're going to get wet. But just dip, dip okay, it in dip a little in bit. Okay, dip in a little. So, in Washington County, it was said that the creature was seen flying over a vat of moonshine that was about 2,500 gallons and open. Oh. That's a lot, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> now, the creature flew over the vat, was overcome. Wait, was, where was this? Maryland? Yes. Okay. We got moonshine in them hills. Let me get through this. Okay, it was fine over the 25,000 gallons. 2,500. Oh, my God. (laughs) But still. Still, that's a lot. Okay, 2,500 gallons of moonshine. It was flying over it, okay? When it went over, it was overcome by the fumes. Yeah. Which, me too, right? (laughs) And fell into the vat and died from, like, the alcohol. Now... Yes, it's sad. Did they still sell that alcohol? No. Okay. So, quote, agents arrived and destroyed the vat along with the beast body. Wait, I'm sorry? Yeah. Yeah. I told you we were dipping Men our toes in. Men in black? I'm telling you we're dipping our toes in. Now, no way. I don't know where this actual account came from, but I've seen it multiple places. Right, right. So when I first looked this up um, a couple months ago, I saw this story and this is a different source that i saw it on again yeah, that's that there crazy. were just agents that showed up right and were Government like we're agents. destroying everything wink wink yeah we'll take care of your moonshine destroyed everything wow that's crazy yeah. now most reports say there were no sightings since then okay and that was what 19 23 years after 1909 so right 22 1922 no. 1932. 32? <laughs> Math is fun. Math is tough. Okay. So, I say that, however. hmm Now, so we dipped our toes into conspiracy. Yeah. I don't know what you call this. Okay. That we're about to get into. Okay. A little bit more on the, I don't know if I buy into this. Okay. Side. Ready. Now, this, though is back in the Preston County. So we're coming back to Preston County. I didn't read you any reports from there. I'm nervous. <laughs> we're going to go back to Preston County where people were like, actually. Actually. We've seen it. Ooh, it just moved. Yeah, well, it could have been it's it's generations down yeah. now. So now this is where we have sightings that are more pterodactyl-like. Mm-hmm. Um, the description is of an 800-pound animal with an ear-piercing shriek. And um, I'm getting this from a show that was filmed in Preston County. Yeah. Called Mountain Monsters TV Show. Okay. That is actually on Destination America. Okay. Like the channel. Right. So there's several episodes of this show. Mm -hmm. I've watched pieces of this one. Okay. Think Bigfoot Hunters. Yeah. 
but better. But other cryptids. Yeah. There's a couple, like, one of these guys, his name's Trapper. Yes. Like, they've got... Me too. They've got the names of people who would hunt cryptids. Trapper, hunter... I don't know. So, um, they say in this Big show... Big Al. Big Al. <laughs> I couldn't find this anywhere else. Okay. But in this show, they said that German settlers in Preston County had put stars on their barns, which we've seen this. Yeah. I, I thought it was a symbol for, like, if you've had a military member overseas or something, you, mm. like, do the star. Some people just do it for I decoration. I to look it up. I've tried. I can't, like, really find okay anything related to this specifically. Okay. But they say that the stars on the German settlers' homes were to ward off the Snallygaster. How? Don't know. Blood of the lamb over the door. Okay. But this is a star. Well, they say it's meant to bring good luck. Okay. I buy that other than ward off the Snallygaster. I mean, if the Snallygaster stays away from you, that's good luck. That is good luck. So we're going to, they talked to a couple Interesting. Do we need one of these? Maybe. Do we put it here or outside? (sighs) Good question. So, they talked to a couple different people during the show that are yeah. from Preston County. Right. One is Bub, who is a trapper. Of course. He had a coyote problem and mm. on his property. So, he's going around to check traps. And as he's checking the traps that he's laid out for the coyotes, he ran into a seven-foot-tall winged creature who he watched take a coyote out of a trap and then swooped in, kind of past him, and grabbed another coyote that was in a trap. Yeah. And took them both and flew away. And it put its wings down and slid between two power line poles and then flew up a hill out of sight. Well, he doesn't have to worry about his coyotes. Correct. Now, he said it must have been extremely strong because yeah. it pulled up the coyote and, like, the whole trap out of the ground. Right. Um, it also, he said, had a 20-foot wingspan. And um, I think it was Trapper specifically but maybe it was one of the other guys from the TV show, said that it must have been 800 pounds because it had to be that much to have the chest muscles necessary to flap a 20-foot wingspan. I don't know the physics behind that. Mm, but that's know. what they said. I can't imagine 800. I don't understand how people are like, oh, yeah, 75 pounds. Just by looking at something, I, I can't do that. So 800 pounds means nothing to me because I can't it's like picture it. more than four of me. More than four of you, for sure. Like, maybe five of you. Yeah. Like, ten... A hundred of Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) A hundred of Cooper? He weighs about eight pounds. Yeah. That's our cat. (laughs) In case you don't listen to any more episodes of this podcast. And don't know that we are obsessed with our cats. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, big boy. They go through, and Bub's like showing them his what traps. Happened, of course. It's like here's where it happened, and he's like, "Oh, this trap has blood on it. There must have been a coyote here." And they're immediately like, "The monster was here. We're in its feeding area. It took this coyote." So they like get hype about it. 
I'm a believer. We then move to a squirrel hunter named Ty. Okay. Who says he had an encounter. Bub, Ty. I should have guessed all these. Well, then we have Farmer Mark, but we'll get there. Oh, Farmer Mark! <laughs> so, uh, Ty's a squirrel hunter, and he was taking his hunting dogs hunting squirrels. <laughs> Good one, Whitney. Good job. <laughs> anyway, um, the dogs, like, were kind of at it, off in the brush. Yeah. And he heard them yipping, like, when okay. the dog's, like, scared or nervous. Yeah. And he, like, came through the area and saw one of his dogs, like, standing over the other one. And the one was on the ground with a fist-sized puncture wound and was just dead. Oh, And he took the... So he didn't actually see a beast, but he's like, what could have possibly done this? Yeah. He didn't, like... I don't know if he heard anything. Right. Like, how would you... No, I'd have to see a picture of it, honestly. Right. Well, I don't want to, but I'm right. saying like you'd have to look at it to know. But it just—he's—he's basically like, what else could have done this? Yeah. But the Snallygaster. I mean, so he takes Ty takes the TV guys to this area, and they're examining it, and they said, well, there's no broken tree limbs, so it didn't swoop in here. It mm-hmm. must be walking along the ground, also. Okay. So they're trying to like figure out how it moves. Yeah. So then we go to Mark. Farmer Mark. Farmer Mark. Farmer Mark reports that coyotes were attacked near his farm. Okay. So he heard coyotes. They are usually out there. But he heard them, like, being attacked by something. Mm -hmm. Um, He believes there were more than one Snallygaster involved. Really? Yeah. How many coyotes, though? I don't know. Mm. He says that he thinks that the Snallygasters were actually mad at the coyotes. Not necessarily hunting them. Because he found in the area where the coyotes were injured or this fight occurred, yeah, an eggshell. Oh, so the coyotes made of like messed with the eggs or ate it or something, right? So that's what he that's what Mark thinks. So Mark brings out this box and shows the guys this eggshell. I saw a picture of it. Looks like an ostrich egg. So we're not necessarily talking barrel sized anymore, unless it's a very small barrel or a very small snallygaster. Right, or they've just, like, evolved to be smaller. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that would make sense. Adapted to hide their eggs better. Yeah. Hide themselves better. Yeah. So I don't know, because then now we're into more of, like, a pterodactyl with a smaller egg kind of a route. I'm down. I'm on board. So Mark definitely thinks Snallygasters steal eggs. This was an egg. He showed it to them. Yes. So the guys decide, okay, we're going to rest tonight, and then we're going to go out hunting tomorrow. Good call. (laughs) Got to take a long rest. Good call. Roll some hit dice. (laughs) Regain spell slots. They talk about it, and they're like, okay, we need to be really careful, because there's multiple of these things, and we don't know how many. Obviously. And we don't know, like, exactly where they are. Yeah. So they're, like, walking through the woods in two groups, and they actually stumble across what they believe is a large circular nest of the Snallygaster. What? I didn't see pictures of this. I didn't watch the whole episode. But they're like, oh, this is its nest. Interesting. So when they stumble into this area, they... That's like the worst place to be. Oh, yes. Well, best if you're monster hunting, but worst if you're going to... Still bad. Yeah, it's like you're going to die. Because as they stumble in, they start hearing angry shrieks from an animal they can't identify. Right. And multiple. 
So they start running and they're all walkie-talking each other and going, we gotta get back together. Pick us up on the side-by-side. Right. So they all get on the side-by-side. There's like five of them. Okay. And they are start driving and they're like, keep your eyes up. Is keep your eyes daytime? up. Is it daytime? No. Maybe. Okay. Evening. Daytime. Nighttime. <laughs> it's night. By now. Okay. And so they're like, have their guns pointed out the side of a side by side. That's dangerous <laughs> too. Oh my God. And you just hear them go, keep your eyes up, keep your eyes up. And they suddenly find this house. They happen along this small house in the woods. This, this is, is how people get murdered. Yes. So now I'm going to tell you about this scene. So if, if you believe any of what's happening to this point, this is where you're, they're going to lose you. Oh, really? Because I was on board. I mean, it makes sense if you go out hunting for these beasts and then you stumble upon it, the nest, it makes sense that the creatures are going to get, you know, pissed yes. off. Yes. So, like, okay, I'm I'm feeling it. Let's, okay. Maybe I'm telling it in a very believable way. Okay. Compared to the actual clip. Okay, I'm ready, though. I'm going to have you watch this clip later. <laughs> and you're going to be like... Oh. Okay. I have literally highlighted in my notes, I cringed through this whole scene. I don't want to say it was definitely staged, but dot, 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 dot. <laughs> The nest part? No. The part about Oh, the part you're about to say. Okay, 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 okay. So, they are like, okay, everyone in the house, everyone in the house. Just and a random house like, they found. Get you in the middle of the woods that happened to be unlocked with nobody in it. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> Just let me... Let's, That's let's how talk. you die. So they all have guns, but they're pointing them towards the side. Like everybody, keep everybody, keep your eyes up. So they're all like this with their eye. I'm pointing it to the sky with their guns up, trying outside? to outside, getting out of the side by side, walking to the house. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So they're they're like, we don't know how many they are. Yes, we know this. So they're all trying to get up the house, but they're trying to walk up the steps to the house. But they're all like looking up. So there's one who like starts grabbing them by the arm and helping them up because they're all like not watching where they're walking yeah. and it's dark so it's very entertaining to watch them all trying to get into the house it sounds like a good plan though everybody keep your everybody keep your guns and eyes up i cover me i'll pick mm-hmm. the walk and yeah. i'll pull you guys in one by one uh the door is just open oh i'll open sure the door <laughs> so the other thing about this is i don't remember hearing i just watched this clip once and i was really just uncomfortable the whole time but i don't remember hearing shrieking of any kind really they were just like Oh, there it is again. Like, they would just, like, be yelling over top of each other. I'm sure there was something. <laughs> so they're all in the house, right? And then they're like, everybody cover a window. And I'm like, oh, they're going to, like, put boards on the windows. No, they no, all, the like, guns. Yes. Yes, and that's what they meant. Like, cover a win- Like, Let you cover up. right side. I read basically a transcription of this. And I was like, this this is wild. And then I went and watched the clip. <laughs> so at first I was like, oh, they covered the windows to keep them from breaking in. And then when I watched it, I was like, oh, no, they're like guns, guns to the window. Yeah, Everybody's got a window or a door. Yeah. In this scene, what's not in the transcription that's in the video is a small sparrow. Okay. Some kind of bird who's made a nest. In the house. Aww. And when all these guys come running in and they're like just yelling, no! he's just flying in circles. It's so upset. Know? I mean, it was fine, but it was just like upset. Did they notice it? I don't know. The camera guy sure did. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all freaking out. It's and a baby sort of, Snellengaster. I mean, it looked like a bird. <laughs> but I mean, according to some reports. It's a bird. So they're all freaking out, right? Yeah. And then they start yelling, 
they're pounding on the walls trying to get in. I did hear that. <laughs> they're like, they're pounding on the walls. What are we going to do? This isn't the place to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, I don't know. That might not be true. <laughs> That's my interpretation. With me. <laughs> I'm taking some liberties with this story, but I never heard pounding on the wall. Right. But they're like, they're going to break in. And then all of a sudden it's quiet. Right. And they're all just looking around. Yeah. I don't hear anything other than them start screaming, they're on the roof. The roof's going to cave in. <laughs> Now's the time to make our escape. <gasps> when they're on the roof? Because they think, well, they think the roof's going to cave in, but they also think that they're distracted trying to get in the roof, so they're not in front of the door. Anymore. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So okay, they all okay. bust out the front door mm-hmm. into the side-by-side. Yeah. And I couldn't watch anymore. <laughs> this is fascinating. I'm sorry. I'm into it. So, that poor sparrow. I don't think it was chill. I just think it was upset that there were people near its nest. Um, so I tell you all that to say, if you really want to watch this episode, I feel like we started trying to watch it once, and it was just Do we too know much. any of these people? I didn't recognize any of them, and I don't know what year this from. was in. Or, like, what town? Uh, I don't say? know. I just said Preston County. And, mm-hmm. and the transcription doesn't say. I don't know if they'd say it on the screen. Yeah, we'd have to look. If we watched it. I didn't recognize it. Because I'm them. sure it's more like... Terralta. Yeah, Lewisburg. it's probably like Terralta and... Because there's more like woods there. Right. Um, I was also thinking like... Um, where's Mickey from? Mm-hmm. Eggland. Like out... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? He's not from there, but, like, out that that way. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Because where we are, it's just a lot of fields. Mostly. We're close enough to Morgantown where WVU is. Yeah. That we're getting too many houses. Yeah. Not enough trees. Yeah, for so this to be where we are. It'd exactly. be on the other side of the county. Exactly. We have more, like, cow pasture. Yeah. It's too open. That's what I was thinking. That's how I was, like, up the mountain, maybe, Toronto. Like, it's all trees up through there. Yeah. It's just too, there's, it's too open where we grew up interesting that i'm into it i mean i love cryptids so i believe them why not i think it's crazy why not um so pop culture references that's all i really have about the smelly gaster background i think it's interesting that they said there were no more sightings but then you have this whole episode about preston county sightings right so right is it just more localized now rather than being all over the place i don't Mm. know as far as maybe yeah and the stars, we need to go star too. The stars to keep them away. Oh, put paint star. I had no idea what you were talking about. I was like stargazing near no. the snow, I guess. Or what are you talking no. about? <laughs> so as far as pop culture goes, um, there is a really popular. Hmm, everybody was really waiting for the game Fallout seventy six to come out, right? Especially in West Virginia. Is the snow, I guess, or in Fallout seventy six? No. So if you if you don't know what the Fallout games are, they're basically post-apocalyptic right. or pre-apocalyptic in some cases games where you emerge from a bunker yeah and you are trying to assemble parts of a um it's not like a like a mech suit basically right but you can get inside and fight monsters right and you complete different tasks it's a very open world yeah. story-based game mm-hmm. um i think it takes months to actually get through this game if you yeah. sit down and play it but well some people like that some people do 
I don't have time for that. Yeah. But we I play think Overcooked. This, yes. And <laughs> Fall and Fortnite. Yeah. And Rocket League sometimes. Yeah. But it's we play short spurt games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is for people who have a lot of time. Right. But the seventy six was like based in West Virginia. Yes. So it was about like coal mining towns and very WVU heavily, was in it. WVU was in it. The actual school. Greenbrier. The Greenbrier um bunkers were in it as yeah. well as the resort. The um not the Golden Gate Bridge, geez Louise. The New River Gorge Bridge. Right. It. Yeah. It's actually like the front covers, like yeah. the bridge collapsing. Um We so know a lot of the places that are in it as well. Right. It's very very popular West Virginia landmarks. I think maybe Cooper's Rock. I'm not Probably. entirely sure. Yeah. Um, but all these well-known for West Virginians. Landmarks. And people would probably know them if you're not from West Like, right. WVU people know. The Greenbrier people would probably know-ish. Yeah. If you've gone to WVU, you've heard of these things, most yeah. likely. So the other thing about it is that they have very West Virginia beings, cryptids, monsters that right. you fight. So, yes, there's aliens. I mean, you could have aliens here. But the Flatwoods monster from Flatwoods, really? West Virginia. The Grafton monster. These are all in it? Yes. We gotta play. The Mothman. It's on sale right now. We should actually buy it. I'm not kidding. Like, I thought about it. You have to fight these guys? Yeah. Um, oh, the Sheep Squatch, which, if I could find enough about it, I was gonna put it in this episode. Excuse it? <laughs> I thought, I told you about this before, and you told me. We'll have to do that one in, like, the Flatwoods Monster. Yeah. We could do, like, just West Virginia yeah. cryptids, like, a little wider than what we're going now. Yeah. But, okay, so Alien, Flatwoods Monster, Grafted Monster, Mothman, Sheep Squatch, the Snallygaster. Snallygaster? Like, <laughs> Is there just one? the Wendigo. <gasps> the Wendigo. When, I Wendi- don't know. Wendigos can be not just West Virginia, Correct, though. correct. But I mean, we did, I did a story on them. Right. But they just took... <gasps> ones that are popular in west virginia and like pulled them in if you don't know about the mothman and you know about west virginia you don't know about west virginia no okay Mm -mm. um so and we haven't done an episode on that just because it's kind of more widely covered yeah but we could do an episode on some of these i just think it's so interesting that this video game that probably hundreds of thousands of people play yeah across the country if not the world they decided to base it in West Virginia. Yeah, that's cool. So I found that very interesting as a pop culture yeah. um, reference. The Snallygaster was included, and yet uh, I had never heard of it. Right. Um, so another thing about the Snallygaster that I think is important as we transition into our next cryptid. Yeah. Wait, before we do, didn't someone recommend this story? Oh, yes. The Snallygaster itself... Um, this particular topic was recommended to us by Hunter. Thanks, Hunter. Sorry it took so long. Thanks, Hunter. I know I kept promising you we'd get this up. Um, we have kind of been just waiting on a time where we could put an actual amount of effort into it. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of research as far as... And we wanted to do it and the Wampus Cat together. Yeah. So that's why it was going to take so long to do. Right. And to get Dad involved. Because yeah. we knew he had experience with it. Uh, but we wanted to make sure we did it right, especially since it's about our home area. Okay. So, uh, thank you, Hunter. We appreciate yes, you. Yes, thank you, thank you. If you have suggestions, please send them to us. We'll give you some places to send those at the end of the show. So, um, something that I also found interesting about the Snallygaster in particular is, so there's more than one of them. Yes. We don't hear that about cryptids. Right. We have offspring. Yeah. We might have a life expectancy. And then mm-hmm. we actually have a mortal enemy. Oh, no. Enemy. 
not anemone. Anemones got a lot of anemones. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of people trying to something in a coral reef. <laughs> Is that how that song goes? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like I don't know that at all. So, I want to talk to you about the dueo. Okay, dueo. So the dueo. So the snelling gas from the Dueo are like Like vicious enemies. Frenemies? No, moral enemies. Wow. They like each other. Really? Supposedly so I've never heard I've never heard of the Dueo. This reminds me of like the movie that The Rock was in called Rampage. I had to look that up because I'd seen it, but it was like the giant gorilla and the giant crocodile like fight each other. Yeah. Or like Godzilla versus whoever. Mothra. Is that who Godzilla fights? Yeah. There's multiple Godzilla movies. I don't know. I promise you it's Mothra. What what was the new one? Was it against Mothra? I thought there was like, they had to get Godzilla out because the other, all of the other Titans had gone crazy. Oh gosh, Whitney. You doubt my Godzilla knowledge? No, I'm saying the new movie had multiple Godzilla fights. King of Monsters. Mm-hmm. This is not the one that I was talking about. No, I know. Uh, mon- members of the cryptozoological agency Monarch face off against a battery of God-sized monsters, including the mighty Godzilla, who collides with Mothra. Thank you. Rodan and his ultimate nemesis, the three-headed king... Ghidorah. Um, so, this is like a clash of the titans, basically. Mm-hmm. We have Dueo. The we Power have Rangers versus whoever. When they form, when they team up and do their ultimate form, and they mm-hmm. fight the big bad beasts. Mm-hmm. And now I know what you're talking about, yes. <laughs> yes. All the Snallygasters fuse together into a mega Power Ranger mech. The Powerpuff Girls versus Mojo Jojo? Or him? The Rowdy Rough Boys. So the Dueo, that's what we're going to talk about next. Yeah. The Snallygasters, arch nemesis. Okay. So um, the Dueo is said to be a six foot tall mammalian biped, walked on two legs, with features like a wolf, dark fur, and a dog-like nose, but stood like a human. On two legs. On two legs. There were vicious encounters dating Ooh. back to the early German settlement of Middletown, uh, Maryland. So... As far back as you could hear of the Snallygaster, mm-hmm. you would hear yeah. of the Dueo wow, and it, okay. like, fighting. Sure. So, the Dueo was first actually mentioned in 1944 in Frederick County because of its frightful screams from a creature with footprints left behind uh, to back up this sighting. Okay, so or, their frightful screams ran outside, saw footprints. It's not really a sighting, it's a sounding. Well, whatever. What would be the word for that? An auditory experience. There you go. There were footprints left for the auditory experience. Jump forward to November twenty seventh, nineteen sixty five. The Frederick News Post newspaper. The Frederick News Post is a newspaper who printed an article that said, "Quote near the woods of Gamble State Park, John Becker went out in his yard to investigate a strange noise. It was getting dark, and he had started back to the house when he saw something moving toward him. It was as big as a bear, had long black hair, a bushy tail, and growled like a wolf or a dog in anger." As it got closer, it stood up on its hind legs and attacked him. Becker fought the creature until it ran into the woods, leaving him, his wife, and children in horror. Deciding to remain anonymous under the alias John Becker, he filed a report with the local state police telling of attack by a mysterious monster that he called a dueo. Why did he call it that? I don't know. Mm. I didn't look up what that word meant. 
How do you spell it? D-W-A-Y-Y-O, but there is another spelling if you don't see anything with that. Don't know. Okay, so maybe this guy made up the name. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, we have the first account of the Dwayo in the newspaper. Then we had more stories flooding the newspapers with sightings in nearby areas all the way to mid-December. So we have from November through mid-December in 1965, people reporting that they were seeing a similar creature. Dwayo. Yes, or um, clashes between Okay, them. so it could be just it or it. Right. Okay. So the stories that I found that were spe- specifically about the Dwayo or the Snallygaster, yeah. I didn't find newspaper accounts of the fighting. Mm-hmm. I got you. I just know that that was like a I wonder if they're, if they're real. It's probably like a territorial. Um, so we go through December of 1965. Yeah. And then in the summer of 1966, so that next summer, on the outskirts of Gramble State Park again, Jim A., as he's identified, encountered the beast while heading back to his campsite. <gasps> Maybe it was a wampus cat. <laughs> it was described as a shaggy, two-legged animal the size of a deer with a triangle-shaped head with pointed ears and a chin that was a dark brown color. Okay. <laughs> it let out a horrid scream when it was approached and backed away from him. Oh. He said it had an odd walk. And its legs, quote, stuck out from the side of the trunk of the body, making its movements appear almost spider-like as it backed away. Ew, okay. Nuh-uh. I'm not on board with that. I know. It reminds me of... I was fine, because I was picturing, like, a cute, maybe, like, a bear-like thing. No. Anyway, in the fall of the following year, 1976... That's a lie. In the fall of 1976, which is ten years later... Yes. Uh, Frederick County near Thurmont, two men were driving along Route 77 onto a private road when a large creature ran across in front of their car. Hmm. They said, cat on the table, 50 points. That's what they said. That's what they said. (laughs) They said that it was at least six feet tall, but inclined forward since it was moving quickly. So it Notoro ran. Yeah. Its head was fairly large and similar to the profile of a wolf. The body was covered in brown or brindle colored fur. But the lower half had a striped pattern of noticeable darker and lighter banding. Is it bumblebee? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bees? Bees? Question mark. The legs were very muscled and thick, similar to perhaps a kangaroo. It was not a humanoid type creature. No, excuse me, hominid. Is that the same thing? Yes. Um, sorry, bud. It did not have the characteristics of an ape. It was much more similar to a wolf or ferocious dog. However, it was definitely moving upright and appeared to be adapted for that type of mobility. Okay. So it wasn't like a bear that awkwardly walks on two legs. Right. It was like supposed to walk like that. Yeah. So it wasn't, and it wasn't like a gorilla or an ape or that a had, human. Like the hands up. Yeah, yeah, Right. Yeah. It didn't look like that. It looked right. like a dog or a wolf that had adapted to walk upright. Right. Okay. I was particularly impressed by the size and strength of the back legs and the stripes on the lower half of the body and the canine wolf-like head. Cooper's butt is right in the microphone. (laughs) Don't you dare fart. (laughs) Two years later, in 1978, two park rangers near Cunningham Falls encountered a large, hairy creature running on two legs. This, to me, could have been Bigfoot. Yeah. I think we're getting to a territory well, where Well, if it looks more like a wolf, though, then no. But, but were they close enough to distinguish? I don't... Mm, true. 
Another catawampus. Ooh. Ooh. So this leads me to um, a similar creature that over two centuries ago in the late 18th century, we start hearing about a similar creature that the Pennsylvania Dutch spoke of. Okay. So this is another set of settlers. Another set of settlers? Huh? It was another culture of settlers who had moved to the United States and settled in Carroll, Frederick, and Washington counties of Maryland. So kind of the same okay. area. Yep. But they spoke of what they called a hexen wolf. Okay. They almost immediately had sightings and stories as well from the time that they moved there. So right. this is similar to the wampus cat and the snallygaster mm-hmm. and the dwayo. Yeah. You know, that we immediately move and we start having these yeah. stories. Um, similar to the Dwayo, this hexen wolf was wolf night, wolf-like, a biped mammalian, and had the stance and stature of a human. It could be found in eastern PA, according to American uh, German-American folklore. So it's probably the same thing. Right, just with a different name. Yeah. So that's all that I'm going to dive into today. Interesting. Um, I know that was a lot. <laughs> but the Hexen Wolf and the Dwayo, you know, they kind of are the same thing. And then the fact that the Dwayo fought the Snallygaster, yeah. to me, I just, like, had to talk about right. it. I couldn't just let no, that that's go. that's cool. I think the Snallygaster is so interesting just because I've not heard of a cryptid that has a mortal enemy. <sighs> I can't say enemy. A mortal enemy. A mortal enemy. Offspring. Mm-hmm. Eggs, which is the same thing. From the offspring. Or yeah. That form the offspring. And there's multiple of them. Yeah, at and there's one a time. whole family. Because people say, you know, there's probably one more than one Bigfoot. But when do you yeah, ever see multiple true, of them? Or true, family units of them? Yeah. I like it. I think it's really interesting. Let's go. Let's do Monster Quest. Wait, what was the show called? M- Monster, uh, hang on. The TV show that they were on? Yeah. Was called Mountain Monsters. Let's do Mountain Monsters 2.0. Okay. What are we going to call them? No, I'm scared. I can't go into the woods at night. We'll call them Catawampus. What was that? What was that? All one word. What was that? What was that? (laughs) So, um... I thought this story would be interesting just because, like we said, it hit close to home, home. And Hunter is actually, I don't know if you know this, but her mom went to school with our mom. Oh. So she's from the Arthurdale area, the same area where dad saw the wampus cat. Right. And um, so Stop she it. actually told us about the Snally Gas yeah. to look it up. I don't know if she had had an encounter. I should ask her about that. Yeah. Hunter, if you're listening, let us know if you had an encounter. But I just thought it was interesting that. Yeah. Um, to have this like nostalgic yeah. story. No, I love it. I I I like these stories because like dad and I always joke about the wampus cat, mm-hmm. so I, like I never knew that was like a thing. Yeah, that he'd actually seen yeah, it. Yeah, now I feel bad. But like every time I hear a strange noise I'm like wampus cat and like everybody around here's like, What? I'm because sorry. They don't what? Know. Yeah. I know. Because I would say that down in Lewisburg too, and people would be like, yeah. What are you talking about? But also who knows where, like, Uncle Wayne heard it from? Because it could just be our family. You know what I mean? It might not the be, like, a... Womp, like yeah, yeah. But, no, the Snallygaster is awesome. I I mean, I'm all for it because, like, if it was some sort of dinosaur, you know, that's adapted and is hiding in, like, a, a niche 
that we don't know about. Yeah. Well, I also think it's interesting because, like Dad said, Preston County and Arthurdale specifically, where he saw the Wampus Cat, they were, um, that community was created by Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah. And Theodore Roosevelt was the one who <gasps> wanted to hunt the snowygaster. Wanted to hunt the snowygaster. So I, it kind of ties all together. Interesting. Although, although I don't think he wanted to hunt it because it was in Preston County. Yeah, he just wanted to go hunt to hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there are accounts of it in Preston County until right. more recently. Yeah, that's awesome. Good job. So, do you think that you'll still be able to sleep as snug as a bug, or do you think these stories will keep you up at night? Um. Here, I think I'll be okay, because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to be, I mean, it's close, but it doesn't seem to be, um, you know, coming for us here. Yeah. However, like, I have issues, our, our grandparents are, my mom's parents are our next door neighbors, mm-hmm. And, like, if I go to their house and it gets dark out... I run. You bet your ass I'm sprinting down to our house. I know. Like, like, I'm not walking. Are you kidding me? And, like, that was just from, like, paranoia because I'm afraid of the dark. But now that I know that, like, Dad actually saw something and, like, I know about the Snallygaster and stuff, I can't even go outside at night. You know, we don't have to worry about their cat meandering getting snatched by hawks, but... She could get snatched by the Snallygaster. She could. If it's big enough. She is, like, 21 pounds. I mean, if they're pterodactyl-sized. Yeah. 20-foot wingspan and 800 pounds. Well, that was back then, though. That was the recent sighting. Oh, yeah. They called it 800 pounds, and that was a guess, but the 20-foot wingspan. True. I don't think it'd go for Mandy. She's too small, then, if it was going for coyotes. But, no, I think it was a good story. It's very interesting. I think here I'll sleep as snug as bug and rug, but when I visit home... Not so sure, because now go- I'm a little freaked out. I'm not going to Grandma and Papa's at dark. Yeah, I'm a little freaked out by that. I'm not going to lie. I'm going in it. Won't do it. I mean, mm-hmm. I've only been in there once ever anyway, but still. And but it's creepy on its own. If you guys have never heard of these, or if you have and you've never seen pictures. I'll post pictures. We're going to post pictures on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bug and a Rug on Facebook, at B-I-A-R podcast on Instagram and Twitter. If you have had experiences with the Snallygaster, the Wampus Cat, or the Dueo, email us uh, biarpodcast at gmail.com or, you know, direct message us, comment on something. Tell us about it. We want to hear from you guys. Yeah. I think it's super interesting when we get to hear from people who have had experiences besides just our own. I mean, I, again, we just thought the Wampus Cat thing was a joke until Dad told us that story tonight. And now... I've had goosebumps and been freaked out. Yeah, and nervous. And yeah. Nervous, yeah, and I know a lot of people from Preston County listen, but if you're not, tell us about your hometown. If your hometown has, mm-hmm. or cryptid. county, or wherever you live yeah. has a cryptid, tell us about it. Let us know. Because we can do, we could mention it on the podcast, yeah, or we might we do, do a whole episode. story on it. We did a whole episode on this because uh, Hunter mentioned the Snallygaster, and I have always wanted to do the Wampus I've wanted to talk about the Wampus right. Cat, and so that's why we did that. But let us know. We'll we'll put something together. Also, as soon as we decided we were doing this podcast, we had asked Mom and Dad what they wanted to do episodes on, and yeah. Dad had wanted to talk about the Wampus Cat. And now I know why, because yeah. he finally told us the true story. The true story. <laughs> the rest of the story. If you tell us Walmart. a really interesting story and then we do a episode on it, maybe we'll call you. Maybe we'll get a hold of you. We can we'll tell your story snatch on you it. out of the... 
air. Wait. What? We'll <laughs> swoop in and snatch you like a snallygaster. Like a snallygaster. Oh. Anyway, right. I just homework for you guys listening. You know, think about those legends. Send us uh, that information if you want to be on the podcast. That's great, but your real homework is to bring back the word catawampus. Catawampus, that's right. Let's start using it, people. <laughs> Let's get it back. Catawampus is where it's at, baby. Catawampus or bust. 2020. <laughs> that's my campaign slogan. <laughs> I'm just going to say catawampus2020. That's going to be our hashtag on everything now. Yeah. Yes, I like it. Catawampus cryptids. Catawampus cryptids 2020. I'm running for president. Can I, is it too late to join? You're not old enough. <laughs> you gotta be like 35. <sighs> That's lame. You can fake it. Fake ID. I'm close enough. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years young. 11 years. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time the, to go to bed. The good news is we back on our bullshit. Time. And Catawampus is back, baby. Baby. <laughs> the time changed, and so I'm a little Catawampus lately. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Thanks. All right, guys. Thanks we'll, for listening. Yeah, we'll talk at you later. Um... Signing off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. Bye. Sleep tight.